It is first thing Friday so it's time for fix. The audio version of our newsletter. Made with Amazon Polly. Fix slash insider, Friday August 13th. AdTech. It feels as if the preliminary squalls in the AdTech perfect storm are over. The weather has been set by Apple and now everyone is now looking at how best to cope. The news that Facebook is to re-engineer its ads business round privacy-enhancing technologies, pets, is a major shift. The three elements of pet are multi-party computation, on-device learning, differential privacy. Each comes with a good explainer. None are that new and there are similarities with the approach of Google and others. But Facebook haven't dropped their animosity for Apple, asked whether this was a defeat. A spokesperson for Facebook disagreed with the assertion that this privacy shift for ads marks a defeat in its fight with Apple. We are advocating for a different and better approach to advancing privacy in advertising, the spokesperson said. One that is based on industry collaboration and a focus on supporting small businesses and an open internet economy. Apple's approach is exactly the opposite, exerting its control over the App Store to benefit its own bottom line. Google seemed to be rethinking their approach, sort of acknowledging that FlowCS could facilitate a type of fingerprinting and are considering moving to topics rather than cohorts. This comes from comments in a two-hour meeting of the Internet Engineering Task Force, I haven't watched it all. The new Google policies and updates on kids' privacy and safety show the direction of travel, and how regulators are driving this. These changes are having significant effects. Eric Sufert points out how mobile games giant Zynga is suffering, with a 20% drop in the stock value as their user acquisition costs have increased as a result of Apple's ATT privacy policy. Who is benefiting? Amazon. In our deep dive on Wednesday we mentioned ad prices in Amazon are soaring and Bloomberg say much of the demand is from advertisers moving over from Facebook. Newt. The latest Ofcom report shows just how Newt has changed how people spend their time. The average person spends 5 hours 40 meters watching, old, TV and online video content, up 47 minutes on 2019. A huge factor in this is through subscriptions to streaming services growing by over 50% in the last year. 60% of UK homes are signed up, from 49% a year earlier. And 52% of all UK homes now subscribe to Netflix, so it is now bigger than pay TV. And people are spending over an hour a day watching streaming services. Well worth flicking through the report. Overall the latest Roku results were good but user growth is flattening, causing concerns. As other hardware firms, particularly the TV manufacturers, emulate the Roku strategy, growth will get harder. But platform revenue, which includes advertising, grew by 117% to $532 million. As more streaming services have ads, the Roku policy of taking a 25%-30% share of inventory should keep driving this growth. Their latest shareholders letter is bullish on ads. In Q2, advertisers continued to follow audiences and move budgets into TV streaming. Roku's monetized video ad impressions more than doubled year over year. Our competitive advantages in first-party customer relationships, data, ad innovation, and ad technology help drive this growth. We're pleased with our progress increasing the number of small-slash-medium-sized businesses on our platform, as the number of advertisers outside the ad age 200 grew over 50% year-over-year. Roku secured commitments with all seven major agency holding companies earlier than ever and earned double the dollar commitment compared to last year. 42% of all advertisers who committed to Roku during the upfronts were new upfront commitments. But as the streaming platform owners see how much these deals are costing them, some may rethink their strategy. 
AT&T is to pull both HBO and Bo Max from the Amazon channels and has warned of the likely impact on subscriber numbers. I suspect the ad revenues are a primary cause here, and some subscription losses can be acceptable as many customers will find another way to access the HBO content. Rumors are emerging about possible bidders for Channel 4, both Discovery, who own Eurosport in the UK, and Comcast, who own Sky, seem interested. Likely objections will center around the reduction in competition for ad sales as these two are the only real competitors to ITV. But given the recent partnership between ITV and Sky for addressable ads, does that really matter anymore? Merchant This week's deep dive on merchants looked at the early signs of consolidation as fast last mile, now we see that GoPuff are to buy London-based Deja, getting GoPuff equity and jobs for the whole team. This is probably a good outcome for all involved, and I guess many of the others in this space are hoping for a call. As everyone talks up the potential for live streaming, even McKinsey have a report on it, this is a good look at how the future of retail needs to be more experiential, online as well as offline. And burger chain Wendy's to expand into dark kitchens after raising forecasts. NFTs. So much hype around NFTs but we are now seeing better use cases and an emphasis on something other than the eye-watering price tags. If you want something explaining well there are few better than Packy McCormick and his status monkey piece on NFTs is so good. VC Fred Wilson is also good at getting to the heart of things so his post on Friday Party is helpful too. Inevitably brands are getting involved in this look at how Coke and others are approaching them is interesting. I can't help thinking there is more mileage to look at NFTs as a way to reimagine the personalized Coke cans. Social. A new e-consultancy report picks up on a point we have made here before, TikTok is really good at shifting product. This report looks at fashion but I think similar logic applies to other sectors too. Another way of looking at this is the research TikTok is building showing how TikTok advertising is highly effective, with a new study from Ipsos suggesting it outperforms digital and TV norms. Creative tech. I am very focused on improving creative and digital. We know it's the major factor in the success of ads but it is still hugely undervalued. Right now I am talking with some of Europe's top publishers about how using the responsive ads platform could facilitate bigger, richer, better display ads. With their advantage of first-party data and great connects, there is so much potential to improve the ads. Our weekly good TikTok creative email celebrates great use of that platform. It is doing well and we will shortly share our plans for the next evolution. The idea for GTTC came from the absence of ways to find and celebrate good digital creative. The platform ad libraries are helpful but until now there hasn't been a curated collection of good ads to inspire others, so this new resource from Facebook is really helpful. Sharing this Twitter thread again, as it shows how thinking is developing, someone planning to pay ad creators depending on performance of ads. Really interested to talk to people pioneering this space. Plus plus. How's your subscription addiction? Spotify is testing a less restrictive ad-supported tier costing 99 cents a month. SpaceX to launch billboard satellite that plays ads, really Elon? Terrible idea. Facebook could be forced by UK watchdog to sell GIF creator Giphy, strange example for the UK to pursue. Facebook wants us to live in the metaverse, the New Yorker take. Google bans location data firm funded by former Saudi intelligence head. WPP raises revenue forecast as clients boost digital spending. Martin Sorrell's S4 Capital on a mission to spot the disruptors. The latest good TikTok creative looks at Samsung and how it uses K-pop. And this is the BTS device. Interesting example of playing with fandoms.